Hi, this is Tyler Woods, and welcome to Holistic Mental Health and Healing. You know, I was thinking today that uh, people ask me, can emotions create your illnesses? And, and, you know, I have to tell you, it's difficult at times to look at emotions and say, um, how do my emotions work, and are they affecting me? And what you could do is look at emotions like energy in motion twirling around and swirling and you see our emotions are energy and they are always in motion. We all know that our bodies are made up of molecules and of course molecules are made up of atoms and atoms are made of protons and neutrons and electrons and they all twirl in this wonderful wonderland and do a dance. Now we may look solid but the truth is our bodies are just like all matter, which means we are energy moving at different rates, resulting in something that we see and call solid. But the truth is, is we're not solid. We're all these molecules and emotions, and, um, and they're in motion, and um, they are disrupted by emotion. See, emotions operate on various stages. They have a physical aspect, a psychological aspect, and a spiritual aspect. Emotions bridge thoughts, feelings, and actions. And they're there to let us know kind of what's going on in our life. And when our emotions are positive and free-flowing, meaning we're allowing all of our emotions to be felt and expressed without any resistance, then it raises the movement within the cells of our bodies on a cellular aspect. And our body is more fluid and freely flowing. Now, when our emotions are negative, the cells in our body slow down and create like a vacuum for illness and disease. With all that in mind, let's ask the question, do emotions worsen our illnesses? And of course, I think we all know the answer. Absolutely, yes. But I think we need to recognize that it's so much more than the emotion itself that causes illness. But it's what we do with the emotion, or in many cases, what we don't do with those emotions. You see, in American culture, we carry a great deal of judgment and resistance to emotions. And we normally call them just good or bad, happiness or joy, anger, fear, sadness, bad. We fail to look at these emotions as natural and normal. We're supposed to get angry. We're supposed to have emotions. We're supposed to have sorrow. But see, we are taught as small children to avoid certain emotions and to deny that they're there or cover them up with material things like, be a good boy and I'll get you a treat. Be a good girl, I'll buy you this doll. But the truth is, is distraction is not immune to our physical self because we avoid these emotions. Because what happens is we internalize them. And once we internalize them, we store these emotions. And if they're not released, they will create an issue. And I call this, if there's an issue, it's in the tissue. And it's said that 95% of all illness has an emotional component. Now calm down, I'm not saying that you're mentally ill or anything like that. I'm just saying that if there's an issue, it's in the tissue. In fact, science has now established that when you're in a state of distress or disharmony, your cells actually produce toxic chemicals that can deteriorate and degenerate your body. 
Now, I'm not saying that is um, for everyone, but 95% of the people. You see, we need to understand that emotions are the very foundation on which we build our existence. Emotions not only inspire us, they can truly limit us as well. So when emotions are being repressed or we distract ourselves from our emotion, the body's natural defense becomes confused and disrupted, which then creates a sort of physical mm, internal chaos, so to speak. So releasing certain negative emotions can cause a shift in your energy. I'm being reminded of a 46-year-old female who was a grief counselor and she lost her mother to cancer. And she was unable to process her emotions because she felt she had to be strong for her clients and her family. She was aware that the emotions affected her body. And rather than looking at it, you know, taking a real look at it, um, she wrapped herself in her work and chose not to apply this to herself. Soon she became angry and bitter about the loss. She began to start having physical symptoms that brought her to the doctor. After several tests, the doctor concluded that she was a diabetic. Now she was unable to find the sweetness in life because she could not deal with the emotions around the death and the circumstances that surrounded it. Thus, it manifested in her pancreas. By the way, her mother died of pancreatic cancer, believe it or not. Now, the pancreas does represent the sweetness of life, and unresolved issues surrounding bitterness often manifest with diabetes because we can't find the, the sweetness in life. So when a person has stress or disharmony, even unresolved grief, they express negative emotions that literally create a toxic chemical reaction in the cells. This causes the body to be in a state of degeneration or a stagnation so to speak and then once the body is in the state it becomes susceptible and attracts viruses and harmful bacteria and long-term disease such as diabetes heart problems cancer pain issues and so you see when you're stressed out and perhaps you carry negative emotions such as anger resentment impatience these emotions cause you to tense up and this tensing up can cause our biological process to be impaired okay now what do we do well the mind and the body are closely connected and one affects the other in ways that can either harm or heal the body's response to the way we think, act, and feel is quite interesting. Um, and it, it's kind of where dis-ease begins. In fact, when emotional health is unattended, one of the many experiences that we will have is people will complain of back pain, chest pain, extreme fatigue, insomnia, palpitation, sweating, weight gain or loss, insomnia. All these complaints become a disease such as heart attack, strokes, cancer, anger, um, fibromyalgia. This is because emotions are rooted deep, deep, deep in within the wiring and can have a negative effect to the internal chemical system. There's an issue there, it's in the tissue. So our thought pattern and belief system really affects us. And I don't know why this upsets people because we are what we feel. And um, so what I'd like to say is be careful with what you say and think. Statements like it, it worried me sick. Uh, you know what? You can count on being sick. It ate through me like a cancer. Ooh, don't say that. It just broke my heart. Uh-uh. Do never, never, never say that. Because I did say that. And two days later, at the age of 33, I had a heart attack. 
So have you ever wondered if there was a real connection to what you say and what happens? Because if you do, it's called psychoneuroimmunology or PNI for short. And I studied PNI a lot in college because by definition, um, it really is about you become what you say. In short, PNI is based on we are what we think. So human beings are the only creatures on earth that can change their biology simply by what we think or feel. Think about that. Mm. You ever notice when someone is sick, they receive flowers, gifts, cards. Often people who are ill will gain praise from family, friends, and loved ones. In fact, sickness gives us permission to do things that we would not do otherwise. You know, it makes it easier to say um, no to unwelcome people, to burdens, to jobs, to demands. Oh, I can't go to that tonight. I don't feel good. No one can be honest and just say, you know what? I don't want to go. So being sick really is about having an excuse oftentimes for people. It gives us permission to be loved because we attain a great amount of emotional support. Some people live their sickness stories daily. Even if it's surgeries that happened years ago, they constantly bring it up over and over because they get attention for it. They don't know how to get attention for just being healthy. So by attempting to stay healthy and learning to give yourself permission to take time out for yourself, by building up your immune system, by building up a good social system based on positive things that happen to you, not illnesses or surgeries, people have a head start in preventing more illness and disease. So as you can see, the mind and the body are clearly connected. And what we think affects how we feel. And how we feel definitely affects our health mentally, physically, and spiritually. For now, this is Tyler Wood saying, walk in peace.